0: I don't know when this will reach people's ears, but it's December 1st of the year 2113, and they found another body nearby. I guess another serial killer is lurking, since that's the third body found with the same markings. And who knows if there are other victims somewhere out there. But as always, Someone is trying to cover up this monstrous act. Well, this country had been done this way before, so what's new? If someone from the past would see this world situation, they'd be completely disappointed. It's not like the utopia they've dreamt of, nor a world run by robots. It's different from that. It's far more evil than that. I'm aware that you know of Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, or even the Zodiac Killer, but none of you knows of the man named Nacario Silvestre, the man, well, demon rather, that terrorized the Philippines in the 21st century. We couldn't say that he was the first one, but he was certainly the first recorded of his kind in our country, and his deeds open up the gates of things unimaginable, and was thought to be inconceivable. Nacario Silvestre is by no means a genius, or a personal verse in covering up his tracks, like other well-known people of his kind, but he was charismatic, he was cunning, streetwise, And most certainly he knew how to take advantage of the situation. That was a very chaotic year after all. With the COVID-19 pandemic, media center shutdown, and an innovative war on drugs, the country suddenly became a playground to do his bidding. I remember being a young child listening to my grandmother's story that she heard from her mother, my great-grandmother, on how they grew up being scared of a white van who takes children to harvest their organs, and of a kumau who takes the blood of children to Christen Bridges. But in the country I grew up in, that wasn't the case. Organ traffickers are still a problem. As for the kumau? well were more vigilant of a serial killer than an urban legend. I remember it was way back 2099. I was almost at my final year of junior high, when the thought of becoming a director popped in my head. I told myself that if I want a stable career, then I should start early, build my portfolio as early as now. Well. My enthusiasm pushed me to strive hard, harder than anyone, yet it still took me weeks before I decided on a topic, and I guess that topic was the reason why I quit that dream all the same. Have I told you already? I grew up in the same town as him, so in the end, I decided to trace his remnants, I decided to trace the steps Nacario Silvestre took before he became this renowned murderer. Year 2025, when our small town was put into the spotlight, when a rape with attempted murder investigation went wrong, it unfolded the horrors hiding inside a small two bedroom house in an almost abandoned subdivision. Twelve victims, they said, but that wasn't really the case. Let's start where it all started, back when Nacario Silvestre was but a young child. He grew up in a very loving home hear my sarcasm?" His father was a hypocrite of a pastor who would embezzle church donations in cabaret houses while his mother was abusive. It was honestly a typical home for the mentally troubled. We knew that from all the documentaries available, but still, I have to say this to draw the complete picture. She would pour out her frustration on the young Nakario. All her hate and anger would be projected on the innocent child. She would lock him up in house day and night, hit him when she felt like hitting him, burn him with cigarettes as if he was nothing but an ashtray. The only time he was free was when he was in school, but sooner rather than later. Even that privilege was taken away. Mrs. Silvestre decided to homeschool her child. For the soon-to-be serial murderer, what transpired next was probably the page that set off his journey. He was then alone at home and unattended, holding in his arms his pet cat, the pet that had been his companion through thick, and thin, yet when a certain malicious thought flashed in his head, he answered, why not, without any qualms. He was petting the cut lovingly, yet in an instant, he made a swift, indecisive swing, going for its neck. But that wasn't enough to complete the task, yet it was certainly sufficient for the small animal to know his intention. The cat started squirming out of his hold, scratching his hand that got the cat pinned down. But no sign of pity nor empathy overcame his figure. He probably thought, it's alright for my mother to harm me, but it's not alright for me to do so towards an insignificant cat. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know what was going on inside his head. But one thing was for sure. He suddenly became in range, and that all he could see was red. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Even before the tenth strike, the small animal had already succumbed, but the young Nakario persisted. Bloody, mangled, and unrecognizable. That was the state of the then living creature, now broken on the floor. And that was the day when young Nakario finally found a way to release his stress Finding and torturing small animals Ranging from dogs, cats, mice Everything that he could take his hands on He has finally found the light at the end of the tunnel Or so he thought Years later Nakario would then face another tragedy. His father was arrested due to embezzlement, which drove his mother mad. And the worse his mother's mental state was, the worse were his injuries. Cuts and bruises littered his teenage body. Then he even thought of suicide. In the mind of young Nakario, were the words, help, stop, don't hurt me, please stop. But no one could hear him. No one could hear the cries inside his head, nor the screams of his heart. But in the end, he didn't die. He even got to live till his 70s. Due to that incident, he had to stop his studies due to insufficient finances. And since his mother wouldn't let him leave her side, he was stuck. He was stuck, he was in pain, he was in so much agony and confusion. He was questioning his existence and purpose. He was just so lost, help me, please help me were his cries deep inside, but he saw no way out, other than the end of his mother of course, but do you think he can do that? Well, it did happen. And that event wasn't so dramatic for him. That was probably even the happiest moment of his life. He wanted his freedom. He wanted a sense of normalcy in his life. And he could only do that without that woman that gave birth to him. So he made sure his mother would never have a hold on him ever again. He made his mother take more pills than normal and in her disillusioned state, it wasn't so hard to trick her into doing so. And then she was gone. And in a country with a very poor system and statements from the neighbors, it wasn't so hard for them to piece one after the other and just close the case. The next few years of Nacario's life was relatively normal. If you don't add the random torture of animals, nor the voices inside his head, well, he's normal. And in the end, he managed to finish his primary and secondary studies while living under the care of the church where his father was once a pastor. Despite the good living conditions and the offers to get him to finish college He decided not to pursue a degree anymore and to start earning money on his own And in his own way, he was quite successful He was even able to purchase his own tricycle and use it to earn money like that of a cab But despite his own little successes in life he had always felt that there was something missing, like there was a void that needed to be filled. <sighs> oh, I forgot. One of his little successes was mostly recovering from his thorny past. I don't even know if that's a little success. because. It even allowed him to return to his very own house of horrors. But of course a wound that deep was certain to leave scars and that scar became the certain in the life of Nacario Silvestre outside prison walls. He never got involved romantically with any woman. He was strolling day to day with ease Despite the obvious void in his being, it was as if he was craving something he couldn't find. Maybe it was companionship, so he got a dog by his side. And for a while, that made things easier. Until one fateful night in the year 2015. You wouldn't think that the next death would be of his first recorded victim, wouldn't you? The division of good and bad in his mind was no longer clear, so the next event was the milestone that created Nacario Silvestre, the murderer. The subdivision where the house he got from his parents slowly lost their patronage due to flooding issues that turned the area almost into a ghost town. In Akario Street alone, almost 70 percent had left. He doesn't have a neighbor at least two houses away, and this state invited more trouble than all it's worth. His second kill was more of a public service than a crime, if it had just ended there. But what transpired next awakened something inside of him that can no longer be put back to sleep. It was a young man, probably in his late 20s, at around 5 foot 6 inches to 5 foot 8. His death was even reported on TV, but no one was really able to link it to Nakari especially with the victim's mysterious identity. Nakario accepted him as his last passenger for the day, as he was also heading at the same subdivision. The young man asked to be dropped at one of the abandoned streets, which raised some flags in his hand. But he honestly thought that the man wasn't really a man, but something of the supernatural. Well, until he tried stabbing Nakari with a pocket knife. I won't tell you what transpired next. Because all you needed to know was the result. Nakari won. And did you think he was overwhelmed with panic? If you think yes, then you're wrong. He didn't. He was calm. And it wasn't the calm before the storm type. It was as if an epiphany had dawned on him. He the corpse of his personal effects, and even of the murder weapon which he tossed away in the river first thing in the morning next day. When the murder was reported, the body was already decaying, and identification was harder. But despite the police investigation, the case just couldn't be solved because it was as if the man just popped out of thin air. Maybe he was really involved in gang violence or drugs or something. So sooner than later, the case went cold. The case went cold, but for Nacario Silvestre, his furnace just started burning brighter.